0: Welcome, once again, to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 126, recorded live on Wednesday, November 4th, 2009, and here are your hosts. The man who has a weird-looking caterpillar sort of thing on his face, Dave Pillay. Hi. The man who shaves every three days, Andy Lowe. Hi. And the man who currently has more hair on his face than he does on top of his head, Johnny Nero, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Oh, when I saw the picture, I oh, I'm like Johnny's coming up on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, I got in a fight with a lawnmower. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, for those of you who uh, want to check this out, it's actually on Johnny's uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Friend him, but it seems that he got uh, in trouble with, uh, what was it, a, a hair trimmer? Yeah, it's one of
1: those grooming kits, since I'm growing the beard for the renaissance job that I'm working right now on the weekends. Uh, my parents got me a grooming kit for the beard uh, for my birthday, and it also had a hair cutting attachment, and I tried it out for only the second time, and it ended up giving me... Uh, what I like to call a reverse mullet. And so I got it all shaved off and
0: wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dave just saw the picture, I'm guessing. Uh, apparently, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's wow. Yeah. GG Johnny GG. <laughs> so, how much, I'm just curious like how much do you guys care about you like your haircut and stuff? I know, like, every, what, like, five weeks or so, I go to the barbers, and they're like, what do you want? I'm like, uh, a number two on the top and, like, two inches, and, or a number two on the sides and back and two inches on the top. and A number two, what is this, a combo mule at your barber? <laughs> it's a blade, uh, type. Ah. Yeah, it's the guides, the the lower the number, the, uh, closer to the actual razor the guides go. So, a number two. I yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, I go in and basically ask for a general trim. That's okay. about it.
1: Well, between PAX 07 and PAX 08, you got a little bit more than a general trim there, Dave.
0: What? There like were the weddings pa-
1: between there. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't be sporting the fro at the wedding? Did I have a fro in 07? You did. You had. You had, like, this... I don't even know if it's a fro, but you had, like, this massive amount of hair on your head, and then...
0: I, saw you I at that's eight that's where my Skype picture is from. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was just going to point out. Your Skype picture is actually the picture that I took for the Omega Knot of oh, Dave. cool. Yeah, and then 08, 08, you come back with like considerably short hair, and I actually almost missed you. Uh, I was going through a phase or something. I don't know. <laughs> I had like a lion's mane of hair at that point. So how do you explain that weird thing on your chin then, Dave? The beard? It. it that's not a beard. It's a goatee. It's not a goatee. It is to a goatee. It is not. The goatee you actually have to like have something there and you have there is something there. Not much. Well,
1: Dave will uh I'll let you know that what's on my face right now took me about 2 months to get there.
0: So, Johnny, I could not keep that for at 2 it. months and I wouldn't be anywhere near there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then there's me with my every three day shave. Yeah, well, I think it was Cat that said that she was impressed I could grow any facial hair.
1: Oh, all my friends, I keep—we always make this joke that I that I can't grow any facial hair at all. And when I finally set to it to actually grow facial hair and it started filling in, all my friends were like, "Wow, that actually looks good on you."
0: <sighs> yeah, the top needs to be different, but everything else looks good. I know, right? Looking for an after picture. Wear a Renaissance sort of hat. Well, luckily when I'm at the Renaissance Festival, hats are required, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, Okay, Mm -hmm. and it makes it nice for like a wig or something, right? Wait, hats are required.
1: Yeah, at the uh, the Texas Renaissance Festival, hats are required. I don't know why, but they are. Some sort of head covering, maybe.
0: Covering people's bald spots.
1: Maybe. Maybe they realize that enough people who are Rennies have multicolored hair that they're like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work.
0: Right. One second, got to adjust my headset. Got screwed up when I put it in my laptop bag. So, Johnny, uh, first off, uh, how did um, 24-hour gaming thing? Extra Life? Extra Life, yes. How did that go?
1: It went off pretty well in total, uh the uh, the entire group, which I think just insane on your website. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. He was uh he was a part of in total the, the fundraiser I think raised over hundred and sixty thousand dollars. I gotta pull it up to make sure. But uh, our little group over at Epic Default actually uh raised over thirteen hundred dollars for the uh cause, so um, it's really good and I believe if people haven't donated yet, you have until Saturday to go and donate to the various people I think I think it's November, it's either November 7th or 8th Hmm.
0: so So if you haven't donated
1: Uh well we played everything from Rock Band to ODST to Lips um we we had a D and D session in there um god it's so long ago I don't I can't did, remember wait wait called. wait
0: did you finish the campaign that you were playing
1: no oh Damn. god no. no 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 Anthony is the DM on that oh god yeah
0: if it's anything like the the CCST text adventure oh my. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I I think we're maybe an eighth of a way through the campaign, and I'm probably even even giving him a few
0: moments. So
1: uh, let's see. Total right now is one hundred and fifty thousand three hundred and
0: twelve dollars. But yeah, you can still go donate. So cool. Child's play should be opening up soon. I think so. Is it Desert Bus for Hope coming up soon? Oh God, Desert Bus. It just those poor bastards. Let's see what it says. Desert Bus for Hope. 16 days, 4 hours, 34 minutes, and 14 seconds. Well, counting down seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, in two weeks. Whew, that is coming up. So right now their time limit's at 78 hours already. So they have uh. to keep driving for 78 hours? Is that it? So they're going to get
1: 78 points? No, no, not even that. Because
0: it isn't like, it's like, like nine a three points. or four hour drive?
1: I think it was eight hours. Because I think it's eight hours from Tucson to Las Vegas, and it's, uh, it's time correct in that game. If I remember correctly. Oh, man. Anthony actually had the uh, the idea of trying to get the people in the awesome van to be playing Desert Bus the whole way over there.
0: Oh, That would be a waste of the giant TV.
1: That's what I told him. <laughs> and he goes, well, they should have thought about that.
0: <laughs> Feet requires eight hours of continuous play to complete since the game cannot be paused, yeah.
1: So nine points they can get. Come on, let's get them to ten. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: Where exactly is Tucson, Arizona? Oh, Tucson's on the south side of Arizona. Okay. I'm just thinking of how we, uh, when Kyle and I drove out to Las Vegas, we went to, we went north from where? I don't remember where we went, but we went over uh, Hoover Dam, which was nice. You might have come
1: from Phoenix then. Maybe. Maybe.
0: It was like the last stop before like going through the Mojave Desert in order to get to LA and we're like, yeah, we could try and go that way, but then there's going to be nothing, or we could just hang north. It's like another it was like 40 minutes extra time and stop in Vegas. So we thought, "Hmm, Vegas. That'll work.
1: 40 extra minutes to lose all your money. There you go."
0: Yeah, he very quickly spent 20 bucks at the gas station in Vegas.
1: <laughs> Not on gas, I'm assuming
0: no i it's <laughs> craziness, literally, the gas station had a casino,
1: oh yeah, no yeah. everything there
0: well when you when you a legalize it to that point and b. Make your entire city dependent on the income from it, and your entire tourism board based on the idea of it. Of course, you're going to have like slot machines everywhere.
1: Yeah, and the one thing that I don't get that I've always found funny is prostitution is legal throughout the state of Nevada, except the county that Las Vegas is in.
0: huh. <laughs> but it's legal to
1: advertise. So if you go there, it's one of the most amazing sites actually, because you'll see a bunch of guys who are handing out flyers on the corner of the streets of you know naked women and and uh burlesque houses and all this other kind of you know code for basically houses of ill repute and it's all you, they have maps for it and it has the county that las vegas is in and then the rest of the state of nevada and you'll see the dot literally on just on the outside of the county line
0: mm-hmm. craziness But texas is crazy sorry and that, well, that whole not Texas. Well, no, I'm yeah, thinking the Texas Nevada. to LA is crazy. Oh,
1: Houston to LA, you know what? Want to know where the halfway point is?
0: Somewhere in New Mexico?
1: El Paso. Really? Yeah. You're not even out of the state of Texas, and you're already halfway to L.A. Oh,
0: man. I'm glad well, I didn't go through South Texas. Oh. Texas is big. <laughs> I mean, it's really all that there is.
1: Mm-hmm. Takes us six hours to get into Oklahoma.
0: That is huge. Yeah. Six hours for us would put us, from, let's see, from Kalamazoo. And you could drive to the Northern Peninsula. Yeah. But you couldn't drive through it. No. You could you could easily get to Canada from here. Well, yeah. And I mean, I can get to Canada in 40 minutes. Well, I'm just that's one of the, like, northern Canada.
1: it's yeah, one of the funniest things for us driving out on the CCST because half of the first day is driving to Texas. Texas. And then just after that, just states fall like dominoes. Just <laughs> Oklahoma, Missouri, uh, whatever state's
0: next, Iowa. South Dakota. Uh, Nebraska, isn't it? Oh, yeah, because they're going through North Dakota, yeah. I was thinking uh, along the Mississippi River. Right, but they're further west. Yeah. And then eventually you get up, and then you get to spend another half day in Montana. Yep. Another half day. Let's see. We... No, you enter good. Montana on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, a little bit before dinner time, and you don't leave Montana until the next morning. So right, you literally so spend it's a half life. a day. Yeah. You spend the entire night driving through Montana. <sighs> yep. Uh, you pull into Idaho at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning.
1: And making dick jokes the whole way through, so... No,
0: no, no, we only did that after we passed Boner. <laughs> oh, Boner, Montana. The butt of a whole bunch of jokes. As opposed to Butte, Montana, which is well, also the where, butt of many jokes.
1: Well, that's where we're we, from the internet came from. Mm-hmm. Oh, why do we do that every year? Because it's fun, Andy. <laughs>
0: It fun, it's fun when you have a car that is enjoyable to be in. Andy, do I need to go back and start doing it again so that you yes. can have fun?
1: Yes, Dave, you need to. I'm speaking for Andy. Yes. I do. <laughs> and I'm saying we'll that. We'll see, as, Johnny, like, we'll see. I'm saying that it's probably someone who's joining the, the CCST in Ellsberg next year. So, yes, you need to.
0: Are oh, you're thinking of moving to Washington just like Mo?
1: It's almost a definite now.
0: Everybody's probably
1: time this year, is, I'm going to be in Washington, so...
0: Everyone's migrating to Seattle, Andy. But
1: why? Because then we can they... have tax year-round.
0: Yeah. And they have a better economy than we do. That too. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of the CCST... Oh, look at this. Yes? Dave, you could probably use your G1 on the CCST quite handily, right? Yes, I could. I, I haven't had the G1 since I stopped doing the CCST, or I have had it since I stopped. I didn't have it when I was doing the CCST. I had that Garmin one. And then I have my Magellan. Yeah, but you have the. Do really, any of you have the. I have a Blackberry. Ah.
1: I was going to say, do any of you have or have seen the uh, uh, Knight Rider Magellan one? Andy, I yeah. think you're the one who showed this to me.
0: Oh, the one that's got the light that swings back and forth, and it has the actual guy's voice?
1: Yeah, the original voice, and you can actually set it to say your name and stuff like that.
0: I remember seeing Kip? that. I think my brother actually showed that to me, which is weird. Not Kip. What's his name? Kit, right? Yes. Yep. And Kat was the evil one? Yes.
1: Yeah. And we just successfully dated ourselves.
0: I've been doing that a lot this week. <laughs> when I was playing uh, Catan last night, I made a, a figure out of some of the shapes, I said, "Oh, it looks kind of like a space invader," and everyone else around me is like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Oh crap, we're old." <laughs> uh, what can you do? That said, I, I had uh, my best friend's wedding this last weekend, which is why the episode was late getting up. And we played Beatles Rock Band with all of our baby boomer parents, nice, who were behind us screaming things like, "I was in high school when this song came out." It was a lot better before the pre-teens took over Rock Band. Yeah, it's up to be you. Oh, God. Pre-teen girls, a bunch of them singing horribly off-key and not playing very well. So you don't even get like the whole song. You just get bits and pieces of the song with horribly sung off-key. It was like like a level of hell that included karaoke. I, I think that would be the entirety of hell. Well, I don't know. We'll have to play Dante's Inferno and see. Ooh. When's that coming out? Uh, Soonish, I think. Next year, I'm just going to take a guess. Not in time for Christmas, because that would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, what Andy was trying to get to earlier was that Google has... Yeah, Google has oh, it, a uh, bastard. Will not let him. kind of changed the, the scenario of GPS. Previously, a GPS device had to be licensed by one of two companies to get the maps. And now that Google has completed, quote unquote, their street view map of the entire U.S., they have their own map data. So now they can do their own GPS. And they did. They announced it. And what happened when they announced it? Garmin and TomTom stock both dropped. Yep. One no, by sixteen question- percent. One by about forty percent.
1: No, my my question is with this: is yeah, I understand that they were waiting to get Street View in to make it look nice and cool, but their Google Maps has been the. But bomb Google line- Maps
0: has previously licensed the maps from Navtech and TomTom. Okay,
1: so why didn't Google bring this out with the with the first with the first Google phone?
0: Because they didn't have the entirety. They wanted to get everything squared away and have their map be the entire map. If even one. Little grid is from one of the other companies. They still have to license it, mm. but now they have the entire country, and now you don't need a GPS basically anymore. Because think if you have your phone with the data plan, you've got your GPS, you've got your real time traffic in most major cities, which is actually they have more real time traffic in the Google Maps than they do. I looked on the uh, on the TomTom because yeah, Tom it's crowdsourcing.
1: Stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, AT T's had that actually for like the last couple months. You pay like. Five bucks a month or something like that. You go install a free app on your iPhone. Yeah, boom, I, I get it got, for free.
0: Yeah, yeah, Google Maps. Yeah, yeah,
1: does yeah, it for yeah, free. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: when yeah. I was out in LA. I realized I shouldn't take the interstate because there was an accident, so the interstate is blocked. So I literally took the surface streets. Yeah. Because of Google Maps, if I had my my GPS, would have told me to take the interstate, and I would have been stuck, and I would have missed my movie about Eddie Izzard, and it would have been sad. Oh. Which
1: Los Angeles is the city that built GPS was built for?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, trying to go around Los Angeles without my GPS. Oh my God, that would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. But any, like, it's the interesting thing to me is the impact on the market when Google stepped in and said, "We're doing this now." That there was such a panic at these other companies that their stocks dropped by ridiculous amounts.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, Google has become one of one of what I like to think is the big three for. For computers in general, between Microsoft, Apple, and now there's Google, where you know Google can say, we're doing anything. We're, Google can say, we're going to start making Apple Pies, and Betty Crocker's stock will, will drop, probably.
0: Google Pies? Google Pies. pies. Delivered yeah. over the internet? <laughs> well it's, it's integrated a into your phone, so they'll track you and send you a pie. Hopefully it's not a pie in the face, because that would be horrible. That, that actually would be kind of
1: awesome, although kind of also uh, – What's the word? Creepy. Um, cre- well, not creepy. Um, Tasty. Unethical. <laughs> is that if if Google, if Google you order a pie, Google tracks you by your phone and sends some guy out on a bike with a pie freshly made to wherever you're at. No address needed, nothing. Just, bing, he's there.
0: Well, that's what you could do with Google Latitude with your friends. I could call Dave from a man in Ann Arbor and go, Dave, I would love some of that gluten-free pizza. Dave would be able to look at my Google Lat. Well, not anymore because I shut it off. You shut it off because you don't have your data plan. Nope. But if I did have my data plan, Dave would actually go, oh, Andy's over here. Okay. Although the latitude is still only accurate. Like they they built in inaccuracy. Oh. Uh, So it's only accurate to, I think, like three or four city blocks.
1: Yeah, because they didn't build in the accuracy. Then once again, it gets into the ethical question Mm of, Do people really want to know exactly where you are
0: at some some times? Again, it's not that they built in... They didn't build in accuracy. It's they built in inaccuracy. Yeah. They they purposefully made it so that it loses accuracy. But it's still close enough. Oh, yeah. Like, with this cross-country trip, I could tell exactly when Johnny had gotten into Fargo ahead of us because of Google Latitude. That was so cool. That was such a great use of it. Yeah, and
1: then we waited for four hours for everyone to show up as I was watching Latitude. <laughs> I think yeah, that
0: was your own me. damn fault for getting there so early. They always get there early. And then they yeah. go to Walmart. Or we go to sleep. One or yeah. two. You could go to sleep in Walmart. Just go in their I camping section get some of their chairs I never tried that. Up oh, there goes Dave. And Dave's gone. But, th- but it's also cool about this, he'll hopefully come back at some point. Right. But uh-huh. th- what's really neat about this is the fact that, um, if you think about it, all you need is just a, a, a little, like phone holder for your dashboard that plugs into your lighter and so your phone's charging and it's working as a gps with the with the cellular connection so it can do traffic updates and if it hopefully if it sees a problem along the route it will be able to redirect you without any problems but
1: with the term by term why do you even need to hook it up to your dashboard uh you can probably just hook it up to your radio
0: yep because it'll tell you, turn right here. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a point when it says, okay, turn right, then turn left. In actuality, it's turn right and then stay on the main road. But... it's got true. a point. Yeah, that is. If you could go in there and literally edit instead of saying, okay, turn right, then turn left, actually tell it, no, 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 no. What I would like you to say is actually turn right, then stay on the road. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting for for the Google Maps on the phones to be a little more like Google Maps online where you can edit the route by saying like I want to go on this road make sure the route passes through this point. Well that or like I said avoid
1: could... freaking toll roads.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I might have that option. Yeah, but I do two on mine, but it never works. But yeah. also just, like, avoid, like, a traffic accident. Because you have Google Traffic. So it will mark, okay, this is red. I would like to avoid that, please, at all possible times. Just send it to avoid high traffic. Is that an option? Uh, Probably not. But there you go, yeah. If you put an option to avoid all high traffic areas, it will tell you, okay, get off here. That was the one problem coming back. There was an accident that we literally like were in before Google Maps updated it. Yeah. Well, you can't depend on this thing to be completely one hundred percent accurate. But, but, but it's Google. Google is not God. But, but it, it it knows everything. That actually brings about, up. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, I was saying it's just about everything. <laughs> Isn't there you a know, webpage that, that literally says like how Google is? omnipotent maybe i swear remember we talked about this a while ago there is google there's like something i think there was like the five possible futures of google proof google is god the church of google Uh. god
1: so here's the question if google is so big and so powerful that people want to treat it like god what would happen if conficker hits it
0: oh i don't think conficker will hit google no, there I mean or, or do you think do you mean the the 7 million infected computers God, uh, is, doing like a DDoS maybe 7 million computers after a year that is the thing, thing is Deus? Conficker was supposed to go off back in April well i think that it's size is, is it's both its blessing and its curse where yes it could it could infect people at the drop of a hat and it was very good at spreading itself around the problem is, it got on everybody's radar then.
1: Yeah, I think, and it even says in that article that you have linked up, that the guy's probably afraid. He, pro- It was probably one of those things where I'm going to do this, infect a few computers, and then cause havoc using those few computers. And the program ended up being better than he expected, and he just is kind of sitting back in his house right now going, oh shit.
0: Either that or, hey, let's see how big this can get. Right. But I'm almost
1: absolutely sure that with an infecting 7 million people now. Seven million computers, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he were to do even he or she or whatever were to do anything utilizing it now, it would be instant caught. Yeah. He might be able to get. He might be able to get away with a few different things, but almost instantly he'd be. You
0: know, what's pay- really funny looking at this number of seven million. There are still more WoW players. And those people. <laughs> if you termed WoW as a virus, then more computers are infected with WoW than with Conficker. That's depressing. All those computers going to the, the the one server, well the multiple servers. Right. Maybe that's why WoW kept on crashing in the early days. <laughs> Duh. Yes? <laughs> Hello, three-hour wait time to log in. Oh, God. I can't believe I actually, like, sat through those wait times. The queues that were listed. Oh, my goodness.
1: So how many times do you think Configure has probably infiltrated the Google complex and then they probably took it off using some sort of malware or
0: something? But really you don't, yeah. really you
1: don't think it has even made it in at least once
0: um yeah, you know, I think they've probably got so many security experts working at Google watching the network that the first time it even tried to intrude they they would have caught it hmm. well this in this article, which is kind of funny, cause it' actually links to another story, so I'll I'll use that segue, but um the worm is very common in instance, for instance, in China and Brazil, so maybe if you think about like was not it, Wow said like half their Wow players are in China. Yeah, Maybe a majority of the 7 million people are in China and not at where's, – where's Google at in Seattle? It's Mount, Google is Mountain, San Mount, ah, Mountain Mount View. Mountain View. There we go. Mountain View Washington. What? Isn't it? No, Mountain View, California. Mountain View, yeah. California.
1: Yeah, I know Something it's just like on the outside West Coast. San
0: Francisco. It's it's well, not just outside. Relative in California, it's just outside. It's I think like an hour away. But so maybe majority of the Confricker stuff is out in China, where things are just running rampant. Right. So it's behind the the uh, great firewall. Great of China. firewall of China.
1: Right, where probably most everything is pirated anyway. So
0: yeah, including Microsoft Windows. Woo! Because it seems that Big Microsoft there. says that there is a direct relation between the amount of malware that's out there causing havoc and then the, the mm-hmm. number of PCs that are infected versus the number of PCs that, have, uh, that are bootleg copies.
1: Isn't this like chapter one in studies that didn't need to happen for us to know that's the case?
0: Well, yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. It's also <laughs> like, if you ever do any pirating, this is chapter one of... Pirating OS is get a copy that's going to pass the genuine advantage. Yeah, yeah, it's like you go on Pirate Bay at any time, and most of the stuff on Pirate well, not Pirate Bay anymore because Pirate Bay seems to have actually crashed to a halt. Actually, shut down. Unfortunately,
1: kind of sad. It? I thought it was still has it up. really has it really truly shut down. Try now? going,
0: try going to the Pirate Bay right now. I was yeah. on there yesterday. I have not been able to get to it for the oh, what the heck! I've <laughs> been able to get to it for the past couple of days. Yeah, there it is. It's still there. Where was it? It It's like past 48 hours. It's the piratebay.org, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, .com redirects you there anyway, so. Ah. (laughs) Yep, nope, still there. All right, well, I don't know. Not that
1: I ever use it. Use it
0: for anything other than, like, Linux distributions. Right. Open office. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, um. Actually, it's funny. There's a law here in Texas where, as long as whatever you download isn't on your hard drive for more than 24
0: hours, it's still legal.
1: What? Yeah, dude, I got moved to Texas. You can download anything and have it on your hard drive for 24 hours, and you, no one can say All right. shit.
0: So, not that I would do this. Honestly, this is something I would not do. But I am curious because it it strikes me. You know, I always look at loopholes. Does that include child porn? No, that is automatic. No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I think the federal laws would overwrite the state laws at a point. Uh, uh, Only in – that's eminent domain. That's only in in things specifically in the Constitution. Oh, well then. Right? That's that's the whole thing about states' rights. If I remember my poli-sci, if it's not in the Constitution, the federal government cannot make a law about it.
1: Yeah, but I mean I know people who've actually programmed stuff – they have like – Five different hard drives hooked up to one computer, and every night at midnight, it moves their folders (laughs) to a different hard drive. Nice.
0: So, I I should amend my statement: law about it that can uh, supersede the state law. Yeah. But okay, so it seems that the amount of like China's piracy rate is more than four times than that of the U.S. According to Microsoft's report, but the use of Windows Update in China is significantly below that of the U.S. Brazil and France also have higher piracy rates and lower Windows Update usage. So it's – it's, it's re- they should just, like, put a thing out there. It's like, okay, we don't care if your computer's pirated or not. Just run Windows Update. If you mm-hmm. get caught, then you get caught. There's so many more versions. Let's just go to – like, literally, it would be hilarious if Microsoft's like, if you're going to pirate, just be safe about it. Yeah. Just one if we update you know what You're I gonna think have we're, sex we're, use a condom right this
1: yeah is. yeah you know be what would be like great what Microsoft could possibly do and would probably make some money doing it is that if people get caught, don't prosecute them and put them in jail for stealing stuff just say okay, we have you seen that you have a stolen version of Windows Seven whatever edition. Uh, retail cost of that is two hundred and thirty nine dollars. Add another ten dollars for piracy tax. Uh, you give you owe us two hundred and forty nine dollars. We'll charge it to your card. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not even well. What if they just went and said like with the student discounts? Like okay, you're pirating it. What if uh? What if we offer it to you for thirty bucks? Hmm? Good clean version. Yeah. You know they might actually make some money off of that. Oh yeah. It's a little bit of something is a lot better than a lot of nothing. Yeah. Yep. But I I still love it. It's, everybody's like, oh, those those crazy U.S. kids and their piracy and everything. And it's majority of the problem is happening overseas.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing about you know the whole green initiative. You know, America and, and Europe are all great and being green, and America's catching up to Europe. But no one ever says anything about China. No, which is which... the single most populous country in the world.
0: Yeah, <sighs> India's catching up, being close. But still, that part of Asia out there. Is yeah. a lot. It there just needs to be some people just need to take a step back and look at the overall picture and decide to go for the big fish, not to tell me to not to turn off my sink while I'm brushing my teeth. Yes, it's going to do something, but that's a drop in the bucket compared to what's going yes, on in the rest of the world. A, a full bucket is merely made up of drops. A whole freaking load of drops, but drops. Yeah, I know. I actually made that same argument uh, back at a camp I was at when one of the counselors was talking about pollution and you know we should all do our part. And uh, he was talking about how much fresh water there was and that you know all the fresh water is in stored in the ice caps. And I'm like, yeah, but there's still a lot of fresh water. Yeah, like a lot. <laughs> Yes, it's a, it's a drop, but it's a very, very big bucket. Anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going
1: with that. Right. I, don't, uh, let's I go had to, a segue, but it kind of got lost. So. Let's go to oh. Nintendo with the DSI- Nintendo? LL. I don't Nintendo, know what the LL is still or, me. Wait, Nintendo's still around? I thought they only gained a billion dollar in profits last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of amazing. They're, they're still a company. Right. A very, very profitable company. But their revenues are down supposedly oh, no. are, oh wow they only made like a, a what billion, was a they billion
1: made a profit of billion dollars they, they made five billion the year before
0: I know oh yes. no they made a billion
1: <laughs> I will be glad I will be gladly take a four billion dollar price uh, pay cut if it means I'm still getting a billion dollars a year
0: yeah all right, Dave. So you had the DS Fat, and then you got the I, DS yes. lite I like to call it the DS Original, personally, but that's just me. Well, now we have the DSi LL, which I guess is basically because the DSi isn't it the same size as the DS lite It's yes. a
1: little bit. It's a little bit thinner. At least that's what I what I come to believe. Because I used to have a I used to have a Light, and I upgraded it to an Eye when the Eye came out. And to me, it feels a little bit thinner.
0: So now we have the DSi XL, which is, has. A bigger screen. It's thicker. It's got a bigger stylus, and you no it's longer can really fit the it in, size in your pocket. Of the original at this yeah. point. So we're, yeah. we're, we're taking a step back. Yeah, except I think the screen is bigger on the new one. Oh, I think this is a uh,
1: personally. I think this is Niten- N- Excuse me, Nintendo's attempt to uh, gain uh, the more what would be known as casual or more older, I guess, gamers into the handheld community because most of the people who have Wii's, we all know, are are stay-at-home uh, moms and elderly people.
0: Okay. Which that, I we don't know that you. for sure, but, you know. I'll go with your crazy logic.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, just follow me on this. So All right. What they're trying we're following. Keep going. Okay. So what they're trying to do is to get that market of the people who haven't played games before and bought the Wii because, you know, they want to play tennis at home. Uh, To get them into the handheld market, so they make a bigger screen, so it's easier to see, easier to handle. Which over the DSI, it looks like this thing is is a little bit easier to handle than the DSI because the buttons are very, very, very close, closely spaced on the app. And uh, at least that's how I look at
0: it. But will this fit in a purse?
1: A purse, yes. If you take everything else out, a pocket, probably not.
0: Yeah. Oh. It's an interesting theory. But, I don't know, Andy. Could you see like your mom playing on this? No, I I my mom has my mom a, a Blackberry, let alone a DS LL or XL or DSi XL Yes, yeah. this is kind of getting ridiculous. It's Nintendo DSi XL and XL Wow, <laughs> you're going to need an acronym for the acronym.
1: It's going to be a DSi two point six five three before we know it. The, the Nintendo Bingo was his <laughs> XLSS CSCVR
0: Raffle cop. I mean, um, <laughs> what what did I see at one point? It was a it was a it's a forty two inch RCA LCD HD TV with ten eighty p and an HDMI HDMI input. I saw don't that one the, time in the newspaper.
1: Don't forget the two point five
0: LTT. Oh yes, <laughs> or the the DLP. Anyways, Nintendo is releasing <laughs> a new DSi. And uh, Nokia is finally scrapping the N-Gage. Speaking so the most surprising thing to me in this article is that the N-Gage still exists. I know. Uh, same here. Yeah. It, it started out in like 2003. One game. And, oh, goodness gracious. Seven yeah, like, years, and it's finally gone. I, I, I remember seeing it, and I remember the ads, and everyone was like, man, this might possibly be cool... And then they fucked everything up. It was a crappy phone and a crappy handheld thing put together. Yeah.
1: But there, was, there was one game that actually was awesome and it was exclusive to the Engage. And I will say this to Dave my till to, to I go to my grave. If you haven't already, you can go to resetgeneration.com and play this game. But And I really wish you didn't have to go online to play it. I really wish it, it would have expanded out. But they only did it to the Engage. But this game, Reset Generation is casual, hardcore. Like Peggle? Uh, a little bit more hardcore than Peggle.
0: Okay. Oh, I played this at PAX two years yeah, ago. It
1: was at, yeah, it was at PAX two years ago, and it's insanely fun and addictive. And then, of course, the whole soundtrack is written by 8-Bit Weapon, so...
0: Oh, well, that should be interesting to listen to. Yeah, it, it's kind of the same idea as Press Start, as, like, a satire and parody of a bunch of other video games. Exactly. Huh. Okay, so there was one good thing about the End gauge and that's about saying, it. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be gone next year, and they're moving everybody on to oh, – what was it? They said they were moving everybody on to something else, like the, the OV or whatever it is. So Nokia is still not – I don't think they're realizing that They're kind of lost this battle. Yeah, <laughs> you think? It's, I'm sorry, sorry how, how many for... apps did the iPhone just hit today? Oh, what, what, what was that? 100,000? Yeah, and the iPhone app piracy is at what? 90 some odd percent really yeah well well, on certain applications yes god won't these damn
1: pirates not pirate anything
0: yeah a hundred thousand apps they hit it today as in november 4th 2009 Now, if you just group them all together, I wonder if you get rid of like all the how many farting apps? Eighty-three. Yeah, yeah you, my last count. You <laughs> take all eighty-three of those and put them as just one as "quote unquote" farting app.
1: Wait, Dave, how bored were you that you actually went and counted all I, the farting apps? I did apps? not
0: count, but I, I depended on other people who did count.
1: <laughs> how bored were you that that question actually popped into your head?
0: It did. It was on Gizmodo and in Gadget, both of them.
1: How bored would you that you saw an article at the headline, this is how many farting apps are on the iPhone, and you actually clicked to read more?
0: I have a news feed. <laughs> I read through it. He doesn't have to go to find farting naps. Farting naps come to him. Come to him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I I spent a good probably hour on the feed today, and I still have seven hundred and forty six items to read. Because you Woot don't have exploded. to read.
1: You don't have to read every single one.
0: Dave, I I don't. I usually just keep pressing J and go over them. <laughs> Woot exploded and had thirty two. Whitehouse.gov exploded and has thirty six. Those are all marked as red now. That was easy. Giant Bomb just posted about the end of the end gauge. They're a little behind. Granted, they would be ahead by the time this actually comes out. Right. It's a weird tortoise and hare sort of thing. Yeah. I can't figure out how to segue tortoise and hare into anything. So, Uh, the who?
1: uh, U-Torrent is green? Oh,
0: you're right. That works. U-Torrent is green like a turtle. And U-Torrent 2.0 is going to... Basically, throttle your torrents yes for you, you. yeah because that's that's the one problem is everybody thinks oh I it's all about the download speed no no it's it's all about your upload speed that is and, the weakest link in the whole chain is your upload speed and,
1: and yet somehow this is gonna help make it more efficient well, well if, if it read, I read this article twice and I looked at it and they were saying oh well you know if, if you torrent throttles its own its own programs and stuff like that it'll make it'll make uploading and downloading more efficient and i'm still trying to i look at it like a kitty head cocked to the side like huh
0: I think one of the the thoughts behind it is that if the program throttles it, there's less argument for the ISPs to throttle it, and that MuTorrent's throttling will be far more generous than the ISPs throttling. Maybe. It's better to control it yourself than be forced and then stuck with whatever the ISP gives you. And I'm willing to bet that there'll be an option somewhere in there to override the throttle. More than likely. I'm just excited about it, because then you don't have to worry about killing MuTorrent if we're going to do Skype or something or well that's that's QoS that's quality of service well yeah but if you have your if if you have your torrents running in the background and you have your upload speed at what like 90% of your actual upload speed your quality is going to come down but if you're if torrent sees that they're starting to get congestion with the uTorrent stuff your, your, your torrent slows down and therefore your Skype's able to use more bandwidth at least it's my thought on the whole thing yes I don't know I, I I don't know i don't it just seems that' would be neat that uTorrent is more dynamic than what it it used to be It's advancing yeah. well of course it's advancing i r c really has people an advanced working on it in, yes, but there are IRC. people working on the i r c protocol We'll find them <laughs> I'm sorry, when did BitTorrent come out when when was it designed? Oh gee, when did that come out off to Wikipedia <laughs> Dave's ahead of me on that one. BitTorrent protocol. Uh,
1: Timeline of file sharing? I still remember the days of LimeWire, so I'm not even going to enter into this conversation.
0: Designed the protocol in April of 2001. The first implementation was later that year. In fact, I still know people who use LimeWire. Oh, God. No, tell them they need to delete it. It's nothing but spyware now.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I know. And it's at my last job, which I will not state, but I will say that, you know, they deserve everything they get, so... (laughs)
0: I'm still no, can't figure out a segue so to this. But anyway, terrible. the who well, rock we, you know band. we don't need a segue to everything. God, you always we need but a segue it makes to it, everything.
1: But it makes it sound better. Yeah.
0: No, it, it no. It makes it sound <laughs> smoother. Well it goes down easier. So the who Yes. Our who's come ne- next? The the who's next. Right. Yeah.
1: Who's next wait, what? I Do don't I, know their base yeah there we go okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting man you guys gotta be more on top of that
1: well you said who's next and it's the band and I'm like oh wait he's going for the joke okay
0: no I, I was actually going for the, the album isn't that the album title that who's is next? the
1: album that is the album but I thought you were just say, stating the album
0: no I, I, I was stating it. the album because Andy's been complain his one complaint about rock band since it came out was what? that they promised the downloadable album who's next for the longest time for like, how much you want to how much you want to admit
1: that, that this is what it is it's not an actual full game it's just a download Thing for Rock Band where you can get Roger Daltrey as one of your characters, and then the entire Who's next album that's sort of their way of saying sorry.
0: Well, no, I I think it'll probably be uh, its own game. That's what supposedly they've said is the game. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be doing a Who one next year. There is one it, plan. Oh, the idea is fabulous.
1: Uh, no, it's that's gonna fail if it's a yeah, it game because the whole reason and and I believe this and I will fully admit I am a Beatles fanboy. Yes. But I think the whole reason why the Beatles rock band has worked so well is because out of Metallica, out of Aerosmith, out of Van Halen, out of the Who, the Beatles have the more interesting story. Yeah. The story's already built into it. But they what started about- small. They got big. They decided they didn't want to tour anymore. They decided to want to increase their musical chops by devo- devo- devoting more time in in the studio than anyone else. stopped touring, and every single album had at least one to two number one hits that they always had.
0: But what about all the the how many how many top ten singles did the Who have? Was
1: it- oh no, I'm not saying I'm not saying the Who's music isn't is is bad in any way. I, the music is good. I'm just saying is that. The game is what they're going to want to try and do is make a story out of it, like they did, like they do with every single one. And what's the who's story? Besides, they blew stuff up, and Pete Townsend had an ear has, a, has an ear disorder now, yeah, and there was a lot of drug use, <laughs> which they're not going to put in a game.
0: No, no, they they could actually sneak the drug use in. They did for the Beatles with the with the dream If you skates. played any of the Abbey Road. Uh, songs
1: I haven't played. I haven't played the the new pack yet. But yeah, no, I uh,
0: not even the new pack. Just the the original Abbey Road songs from the the game. Y- yeah, Yellow Submarine was is kind of the tamest one of them all.
1: Oh yeah, no, I honestly think uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, even though it is not a song about acid, was the, uh,
0: a, an acid trip song. <laughs> the video is definitely a song yeah. about. It. Like, holy yeah. shit! <laughs> yeah, just a bit. What, okay, what if they put all of Tommy, the the, the opera, the rock opera, into oh, the if, Who if, rock if they, Band.
1: If that's how they're gonna do it, if they're gonna make a rock band Tommy and not a rock band The Who, then it'll be awesome.
0: I wonder if they could do like a rock band rock operas. They may start this with this. Where, that's, so what well, you have Tommy, one disc you have Tommy, you have uh Styx's Roboto. Mhm. You have Mamma Mia. You Maybe. have the proto men. <laughs> yep. It's like one of those things. Well, you know opera would opera would work.
1: That, if a, a protoman rock band uh, opera game would be the ultimate meta game. <laughs> Didn't
0: Daft Punk a do game? something like that or no? Maybe
1: no. Daft Punk is uh, designing is uh, doing the uh, soundtrack for Tron Two think that's nice.
0: Ooh! I swear there was a Daft Punk opera.
1: Oh no, no no no! there wasn't an opera. There was a movie, though, that they wrote and directed, and it was the most boring piece of cinematic anything ever. But the <laughs> music was good.
0: Okay, so listen to yeah. Daft Punk. Don't watch them. It yeah. was basically
1: a robot that said nothing walking on a beach for two hours.
0: So oh, it sounds kind of like an indie uh, film, kind of like Koyana Koya or any number of student video productions. Yeah, there it's. There's a weird dichotomy going on. You have the indie people who are always doing less is more, and then you have the big budget stuff. where More, more, doing, is, more. more is more. Yeah, your philosophy seems to kind of depend on your budget, yeah. right? <laughs> of course, you get some of these really awesome indie films that are just fantastic. All right, oh, Gamers, I- Gamers 2, Press Start. Dave, we know we need Can to. Can I do. take this moment to... Go, 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 Johnny, go.
1: I just want to drop a little tease on here to uh, kind of pay attention to uh, our website, and I'm sure I'll keep Andy and Dave in the loop on this, but they don't even know what I'm talking about. And I can't really say much, but uh, I've Johnny, been uh, tacked Johnny, what are you on, doing? Hang on. I've been tacked on to be a producer of a little independent film project uh, utilizing a certain... T- nerdy music artists making a musical out of this artist's music.
0: Interesting.
1: I'll let you two know after we get them recorded. Yeah, I, I, I think I can get like, most of it. For, for fear of, you know, hopefully, because we're right now in the process of writing the script. so
0: <sighs> There's nothing in the... Well, I don't know why it's logged into the Epic Default Productions WordPress site, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing on
1: there yet. It's going to be a while.
0: But speaking of big budget stuff, we could buy uh, Terminator if we get enough people together. Wait, what? The the rights for Terminator?
1: Yeah, Oh damn it! I wanted the actual Terminator. The rights. I have some fran- people in the past that need to die.
0: Dude, they're called Predator drones. <laughs> the rights for Terminator, the Terminator franchise, which does not include the rights to the first two films, is expected to fetch two hundred million dollars. Teenage really? Mutant Ninja Turtles only got sixty million.
1: Yeah, I heard this on NPR earlier today. I mean, early this week.
0: That's, wow. And I just asked, really? <laughs> it's like, I mean, you can't cast Schwarzenegger in it. No. No, you can't. So can. what's the point? You can next year. Yeah, because his term's up. Yep. You think he'll go back to, to acting? <laughs> what else is he going to do? Write a book. <laughs> Run for Congress.
1: Why, why my wife is an idiot.
0: Actually, I don't know. Uh, can you run for Congress if you're uh, not a natural citizen? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Maybe I was just president. I can't spell run. I spelled it with a J. Wow, good job.
1: <laughs> I know. No, the whole, reason, the whole reason why I ask really on this article is that if they are publicizing this to the general public that, hey, the ter- rights of Terminator are going for sale – then they must think that there's going to be someone out there who has some cash to throw around to no.
0: It, what they're trying to do is well, oh, go
1: ahead. Which which probably means that you know even though they're going to say yeah, we're expecting two hundred million dollars, they'll accept twenty.
0: Or no, maybe less. I think what they're trying to do is drive interest and and kind of revitalize it and have more and more people say like oh yeah, Terminator would be really cool to have come back. So that they can justify a $200 million sale.
1: Yeah, they should have done that before the Sarah Chronicles of Riddick and such.
0: Yeah, I kind of like those. All right, here we go. No person shall – according to U.S. Constitution Article 1, Section 2, no person shall be a representative who shall not have attained to the age of 25 years and been seven years a citizen of the United States and who shall not, when elected, be – Inhabitant of the state in which he shall be chosen. Well, okay. Schwarzenegger's
1: Schwarzenegger's got that covered because
0: he's been yeah. a U.S. citizen for seven years. So yeah, and he could buy a house wherever he wanted, so he could really run for any state. Yeah, and well, that's for Congress. For Senator, it's thirty-five and 9 years citizen. So Senate's part of Congress, Andy. You meant House? Yeah, whatever. The the lower ones and the upper ones. Yeah, I don't think they like being called that. At least it's not the House of Commons. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but when I see that, it's like, okay, I could spend two hundred million dollars, and I don't get the really nice Terminator rights. No, no, you get the crap Terminator rights. Yeah.
1: No, you get the you get the rights to you get the rights to Terminator and the right to distribute everything past the first two movies. So Which means oh. that you could take you could take the Terminator story, make your own new thing to revitalize it, and it could be good.
0: That's what everybody's doing now. Yeah. You know, it seems to be working for the most part. Eh. Mm. Star Trek did well. Transformers did okay. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't really like both of those.
1: You know what I found was actually a very surprisingly good movie and not good in the fact that, oh my god, this is amazing, but wow, this is much better than I expected. Mm. G.I. Joe.
0: There was a love story in G.I. Joe.
1: That's the only part that I hated about (laughs) G.I. Joe.
0: It had one of the Wayans brothers.
1: The Wayans Brothers, no, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. The guy, the Wayans Brothers in this movie was decent.
0: Wayans. So what occurs to me, looking at this and talking about revitalizing old films, is that in 40 or 50 years, what films are going to be revitalized? Um, Titanic. Quentin Tarantino's. Harry Potter? Matrix. Oh, oh, God. Could you imagine a revitalization and retelling of Harry Potter? No. Because <laughs> the, the, the Harry, Potty, Harry Potter movies right now are epic <laughs> enough. It's like, how do you go more epic than epic?
1: Well, because probably in 40 or 50 years, they're going to legalize actually killing someone on screen. <laughs> Oh, so therefore fantastic. the therefore the epic level would have been raised and they'd have to overshoot it again. Yep. I mean that's the one good thing that I still find about indie movies and some big budget movies is that every now and then you get the gems who are just, you know, let's do something different.
0: Uh, so we got and so, for one more or uh sure, one quick one. Um it seems that down in Brazil they're literally holding a contest to see about hacking voting machines. Yeah, it's not Why? so strange. I mean, we hold contests up here, Black Hat and uh, DEF CON. But, it, but this is actually put by the Supreme Electoral Tribunal. Basically, the people yeah. who are in charge of the voting. Because they want to know if their machines are secure. Yeah.
1: You know what I find funny about this? And no offense to anyone who listens in Brazil, but I have this sinking feeling that what's going to happen is they're going to do this contest people who win are gonna be handed the five thousand bucks and then immediately sent to jail.
0: Or <laughs> or required to sign an NDA and then the company or the, the tribunal is gonna pick their victor. It's like do you really wanna to, to hand the the keys? I, I'd give them a little more credit than that. It's like okay, yes, they're deciding to uh Okay, so the, the TSE decided to undertake the challenge in response to complaints from other political parties who claim that the investigation of an electronic, an election in Brazil can be manipulated by computer experts. So these guys are not, I I give them props. They're actually like, okay, you say there's problems. We'll do a contest. Let's see if people can actually figure out if there are problems or not. So I wish they which could is do that in the U.S. stupid diabol stuff. Oh,
1: when are they gonna go to touch screens on those damn things?
0: Some people have them.
1: I don't. We don't. We just have still fill in the dots. Yep. Oh, well, we're a step up. We've got the dial that you turn.
0: Yeah, we we still have the, the you take a black marker and fill in the dots. We have a Scantron.
1: Nice. Seriously, touchscreens, people. Well, touchscreens yeah. but but also now. needs to
0: keep a paper trail of some kind because mm-hmm. – I'd rather see an actual like printout of what's going on than not. But granted, the die machines, electronic machines, when uh, Mo was on the show, we talked about that. Where at one point, machine jammed, had a paper jam, but wouldn't actually tell you that the paper was jammed. You actually had to open it up and see that the paper was jammed, and there goes your paper trail.
1: Our dial, yeah. our dial machines don't have a paper tra- have a paper trail. They have a confirmed screen. Where they say, look over these votes, these are the ones that you want to vote for, hit okay. Yeah,
0: but you you still need a paper trail to be able to go back when you're doing a recount and say, like, yes, this person actually did vote for this. So, And that the vote was recorded like that. I just can't wait until we can do, like, voting over the phone or something. Because what's, 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 the, what's the percentage of people who actually vote who can vote here? In the U.S.? On a presidential 20%? election, something yeah. like 30%, if yeah. that. Twenty to thirty. It's horribly, horribly bad. Uh, the percentage of people who probably voted yesterday, November third, two thousand nine, voting day, five percent. Not even.
1: Really? You don't even think it's, it hit five? I
0: don't think there was even five percent nationally. Wow. And that's including two governor races. So. Oh, last year was actually uh, at 568 percent. Oh, good for us.
1: Yeah, I think our mayoral race only hit didn't even hit a hundred thousand votes. In total. In a city, technically, of about 5 million people.
0: According to some of the election offices, normally during the uh, presidential elections, it's normally about a 50% of turnout of voting age population. And on off-years? It's about 33 to 37%. And what about the really off years when there's not even a, a Senate or a House race? Well, looking from 1960 all the way up, uh, let's see, 63, 47, 48, 30, 39, 36, 30. Looks like right around the, the 36% is like the lowest lowest election turnout in the past. Forty years. Okay. Well, so maybe my five percent is a little low. Maybe, but still, this is like this is an off year, off year. So they don't. They only have every two years on this list. So ah. No idea what the... I see. Yeah, it's probably like nothing. Yeah. So, uh, how are we doing on time? We should probably hit the random topic. All right, real fast before we do that. Yes. Doctor Horrible two. It's coming out. Yay. Woo. Bad horse. Another it. prank shall probably be
1: had. <laughs> maybe.
0: <laughs> okay. Random topic. Andy. Uh, I rolled ahead of time a number seven, which means favorite holiday, which is kind of nice because we are we are entering basically the holiday season. From Halloween onwards, we've got all the crazy holidays. Johnny, Johnny what's your favorite hate-
1: holiday? Andy's going to hate this answer. All right. Pax. It's
0: not a holiday. <laughs> That's never, why you're going to hate it.
1: They never specified what they meant by holiday. I'm going <sighs> by the UK version of holiday, which is basically vacation
0: and you say i look for loopholes Taxes <laughs> <sighs> is is certainly up there for me but i it's, i would have to say passover passover is highly entertaining if you haven't heard andy do a southern baptist reading of a jewish prayer book <laughs> what you have not lived <laughs> The, the, the Passover, they literally pass around a book, and you're supposed to do readings, and I decide to just have fun with it, because I'm there. There's food and wine and friends and such, so I just have it. And a, wine. And I'm the <laughs> crazy, wine. according to my wife. So um, it's it's just it's a fun little thing, and it's the discussions we have during Passover, too, are quite enjoyable. The yep. kosher wand. Yeah. You get our superhero rabbi
1: you should probably kosher be- wand over... Should probably record one of these and stick it at the end of one of your shows.
0: (laughs) Passover it goes for hours. Oh, yeah. But you're reading the book is what I'm saying. Andy uh, recording a clip of Andy reading it. Yeah. I I, maybe next year if Andy's on this side for Passover. Maybe. All right. So we have PAX as a holiday. Boo. Passover. Passover.
1: It's a holiday. Damn it.
0: Second Thanksgiving is also pretty high up there for me.
1: It's two weeks of fun. Damn it. My holiday kicks all of the holidays' as asses. Shut up,
0: Andy. What about you? <sighs> I am always torn between Halloween and Christmas because Halloween is always fun because you get you get not like the crazy like Saw or my like the, the scary blood and guts haunted house sort of Halloween, but kind of like the it's almost like a like a whimsical Halloween. It's like the mm-hmm. Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin sort of thing where it's. Things can be spooky, things can be a little off. You can have a you can have people reaching into a skull to pull out candy sort of thing, like a skull cookie jar, which we still need to get. We keep on there was one target last year that was great, and then they don't have it this year yeah but so um, either Halloween or Christmas yeah for you. Christmas because you always have those family tradition sort of things, like the going to the midnight Christmas Eve service, singing silent Luchfisk. night, everybody in four part harmony because we're Lutheran, we always do that which Yes, you have the crazy least, or, family holidays, but then also or, like the 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 snowfall at midnight on Christmas Eve. One of those things that just like pulls at your heartstrings, and you're just like, oh, the hallmark. Yeah, especially moments. when it when
1: it when it happens in Texas, which it actually <laughs> happened. That's actually happened twice within the last five years. We've had snow on Christmas Eve slash Christmas. Oh God, Houston
0: would be at a standstill then.
1: Oh, it is. There's people outside trying to take pictures
0: with a flash. Of snow. Of snow? Of snow. It's like those people who try and take pictures during the baseball games from their seat, yeah. and they use their flash. Each little flash of light is another picture that's not going to turn out. Yep. Oh.
1: If you could coordinate it all to take be taken at the same time, then everyone's picture would turn out just
0: perfectly. I've seen that uh, actually done once. I don't know if that would happen, actually. Well, I've heard of it happening once. I've never actually seen the pictures of it, though. But there was a conference with like 15,000 people uh, up in Lansing that I used to go to, but this was when my brother was going to it. Um, And they actually had everybody who had their cameras take a picture at the same time, and I haven't seen the actual photo of it yet. Mm. Mm.
1: And I will say this is – just to kind of further anger, Andy, about my answer, I've gotten to the point – in age where I'm getting kind of senile so things like Christmas and Thanksgiving all that really means to me is you know yeah you get to hang out with your family and stuff like that but it really it's a day off where you get presents or you get to eat yeah you know you, you yeah you hang out with family but with me I'm a family type of person so I'm with my family if not every day 9 out of 10 days out of the year PAX is the point in time where you know biggest grouping of friends and to me friends are the most important thing to have in life so ended on a very philosophical note
0: well, See, this actually, is why I like Passover, though, because it's the combination. I, I invite my friends to join me.
1: Yeah, well, I don't have any friends who
0: do that down here. so. Well, find a Jewish friend. I know they're rare in Texas, but find <laughs> a Jewish friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> By rare, you mean almost non-existent. Listen. I think I've only known two people living in Texas who are Jewish.
0: Tell you what. you, you live Houston like, Jewish uh, Community Center, located at yeah, 55601 South Brazewood Boulevard. Stop by there. Or 1120 <laughs> Dairy Ashford Street in Houston.
1: <laughs> and what am I going to do? Walk in there and be like, hey, anyone want me to come to Passover
0: with them? i like, look, I, I, I'm interested in going to Passover. I have a friend who's told me all about it. I, he says it's fantastic. Let's see what's going on currently at the JC. Of course, none of those will be nearly as cool as mine. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> month at a glance. Uh, let's see, today's fourth. Oh, you're missing the 37th Annual Jewish Book and Arts Fair. <laughs> That's going on through, uh, well, uh, all, uh, it's all the way to the 15th. Why do I get the feeling it's just a bunch of people haggling? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done here. <laughs> Johnny, before we, before we go, before we all get burned at the stake, uh, any website you want to plug? I'm guessing. That would be epicdefault.com, where you can hear more of
1: our uh, racism, racist humor, which we are not actually racist, we just like the jokes, so.
0: All right. And with that, now I think we're, we're out. Bad. Yeah. Good night.